Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. Hi, James Wedmore here. And if you are new to our podcast, then maybe you've missed the five-part podcast series that so many of our listeners are raving about. It's called Down to Business, and it's a five-part in-depth look as we pull back the curtain lift up the hood, and show you how we actually run a successful, thriving, and very profitable eight-figure company. And to help you get the most out of this series, I have a free gift for you. We've put together an accompanying workbook that integrates the exercises, activities, and to-do items that are listed in all five of these episodes. And we call it the 5X Your Business Performance Workbook. And when you visit mindyourbusinesspodcast.com forward slash DTB, you can get your hands on this powerful free training right now. That's mindyourbusinesspodcast.com forward slash DTB. Thanks and enjoy the episode. Hello. How are Hello. You? I'm fantastic. How are you? I am good. I am good. I am changing things. I don't, I mean, you've kind of seen what I've been doing. And so now I am stuck in a spiral of questioning that's making me pause, hesitate. I have a fear of being seen differently. I have a product. I am in the process of creating it. The product initially was going to be a $37 product that turned into a $97 product that turned into a $997 product, which is now a 2K product. Because as I kept seeing all of the need and building my list and getting everything going, it's just, it's the value is crazy. Like it's definitely a high value. There's a big butt coming though. Program. Okay. And I'm not going to say, but (laughs) not because it's, it's almost should be a high ticket offer. Yeah. Well, would it be beneficial for me to review your offer and and give you confirmation of the right direction? Sure. So I can... But uh, before we do that... Okay. We're going to go back to what you said about you have a fear of being seen differently. So... um, Can I ask some questions there? Yes. Okay. Seen differently by whom? By my clients. Which by client? my clients. So which, which I have client? a agency. Okay. Where I work. So your with agency clients. Sev- my agency clients. I work with several seven-figure entrepreneurs. Okay. Where I am like their marketing department, their leader, their yes. like I run everything. So. Yep. Sorry, I'm going to keep interrupting, and then it's not to be rude. It's just to no, pull out, extract some some yes. data. Okay, so. When you say you're worried they'll see you differently, how did they see you before and how do you think they're going to see you now? So right now, they know that I'm 100% all in on them, their business, their okay. success. 
and everything. I don't want them to feel like I am redirecting focus. Okay. Or potentially got it. Making energy. I completely understand this. So let me just address this for a moment and then you. And you know, most of my clients, you know, you know, the people that I work with too. So So here, yeah. So here's, here's, (laughs) I'm going to say a few things and I know, you know, you're going to agree with everything I say and I know you're going to know it, but we got to take it beyond knowing it and integrate it. Right. So the first thing, and this is why we talk about integrity a lot. Integrity is basically doing what you say you're going to do. Right. So when you get into a business contractual relationship with someone, there is an agreement of word, whether it's written or verbal or something else. I will do this. I will do this. I will do this. I will do it by this date and I will do it at this time. Right. And it's important that we, for our own sake, for so much of our own sake, that we operate from that integrity, that we honor our word. Okay. And then anything beyond that is none of their effing business because you're taking on the burden of how they feel. You said, I'm afraid they'll feel this. They'll feel that. That would be their own choice. If you are doing the work and you are still doing what you said you would do, and that's how we can make it real simple. <laughs> I'm doing what you told me to do. It's being done. It's done. Ba ba ba. That's what you hired me for. Anything else is not your effing business. And if we start to take on that burden of they might be feeling this way or thinking this, that is not your problem because people are going to go ahead and they're going to interpret whatever their own way. And you have no control over that. Now, what can be really effective in this is you have a conversation. You sit there and you say, Hey, Joe Schmo, I just love to be in communication with my clients. I've worked with you for a long time and I want to let you know that you're probably going to see me doing some other stuff. Okay. And I want you to know that that will not your word, the power of your word creating a world. I'm giving you my word that that will not affect the work that we are doing together. Okay. I give you my word that I'm still in it and I'm still hundred percent committed to the work that we have here. And you're going to see me do something else. And if for whatever, and this is how you just, this is, this is such a secret thing here. It's so simple. Okay. Cause a lot of people are really crappy at communication. We never learned it. I don't blame them. We didn't learn interpersonal communication skills. Where did you learn how to communicate intentionally and effectively? Most of us don't, right? So you sit there and you've just communicated to them. You've let them know proactively what a great business owner you are to be able to do that. Right. And then you say, And if for whatever reason, anything comes up as a concern for you, here's my number. You know how to get a hold of me as soon as there's a concern. So now the ball's in their court. So if they're going to get all passive aggressive or get all moody or whatever, that's them being a little immature baby. And there's a lot of immature babies. Just going to say it. But you put it right back on them. You say, this is what I'm doing. I am still all in because you're giving or not. You say you're out. That's fine. You're giving your word. Okay. And then you say, and if anything comes up as a concern, I want you to reach out to me directly because I'm doing this. You're not asking permission. Do you notice I didn't ask permission in that, in that dialogue interchange. I'm letting people, I'm just informing people I'm doing this. You might be seeing some things. It will not affect what we do. 
And if you do see any change, if you do see anything that is a valid concern for you, you bring it to me immediately. Let's address it, you know, face to face over the phone. Sound good? Oh, I don't like you doing your own thing. He's like, okay, well, what are you going to do then? You can fire me if you want. That's their prerogative. You'll go get another client. You know, it can really be as simple as that. And I hope, I hope you'll make it as simple as that because people are going to go ahead and think what they want and feel what they want. And as long as you're operating with integrity and you're doing what you said you would do, people will do what they're going to do. And that's not your problem. Am I too much of a jerk? No, I, I do agree. I do agree. And I know myself and I know that I would never let anything happen. And 99% of my clients, I feel like know that too. So, but there's the fear that comes in is the, I've seen so many digital courses just not get off the ground. And I don't want to launch something that's not going to get off the ground and then have it cost my seven figure income. Like if there's a perception by somebody else. So it's made me. Can you, by, uh, if there's a perception by somebody else, elaborate. What do you mean by that? Well, like if a client sees me launching or designing something or doing something else and, you know, has questions and then they were like, well, we shouldn't work together anymore. This isn't a fit because, you know, all of my clients believe they know I have multiple other clients, but I would never say to a client like, oh, well, I'm working on this for this client so I can work on that tomorrow. Like it's. I never use other clients or anything else going on. As far as they know, I don't have other clients, but they do know. Yeah. So So you're saying there's a couple of fears I'm hearing. First is there's a concern that when you let, because you, you, all you got to do, right? Is be be professional, being communicative with people and they will respect that and appreciate that. That goes just miles, you know? Are you saying there's a concern that some people will, return and say, well, then I don't want to work with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It would have a double finance, negative financial impact. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Potentially. Okay. Well, so. if when, and when that happens, whew, you really dodged a bullet, didn't you? Cause <laughs> what does that say about the person that you're working with? I mean, just saying, uh, it, absolutely. You know, absolutely. if I'm sitting there and I go and I go to you and I go, Melanie, we're going to do these coaching calls every week. And just so you know, you're going to see some stories of me on Instagram because I'm starting an Airbnb business. And for the next few months, you're going to see me focusing a lot on that. But I don't want you to think that I'm dropping the ball on you. I'm still all in with you and we're going to do our calls every week. Okay. And I'm, I'm just doing this because I want to be in communication with you. Do you have any questions or concerns? Oh no, James, you can't do something else. It's like, all right, here's your money back. Bye. Mm Mm-hmm. Think about that for a moment, right? Like, why would I want to even work with you if that's your attitude anyways? And remember, your money doesn't come from clients, mm-hmm. right? It comes through them. So when you release the toxic ones, you're just going to get one that's not. I don't care what you do with your life. I don't care what you do with your other businesses. I don't give two it's about it. All I care is that you are being your word And you're doing what you said you were going to do in our agreement. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, I don't care. And if you're dealing with people that, that do care, it's like, but I'm still doing what I said. I'm still honoring our negotiation or deal or whatever. Then when you release those clients, you'll get healthier, nicer, 
better clients that probably pay you more anyways. So, you know, you'll have to take my word for it on that one. So here's the deal. So you want to create this course? Yes. Okay. I've already Why? started creating it. Why? You already have a seven figure uh, agency. I have a seven figure agency that my clients launch every week. So the launch mode that like you do one time a year. I yeah, do you're doing that for your days, clients every week. Yeah. Seven days a week, yeah. 365 days a year. Why do you want a course? Why do you want to do this? I want to be able to separate from. I do ultimately want to get out of the agency yeah. model. I would rather be working instead of working with 14 clients. I would love yeah. to be working with three or four. Why do you want to get out of the agency? Just because I, I seven days a week, 365 days a year, I am on call. There's no time off. There's no control of my calendar. Yeah. Like if you yeah. called me up and said, Hey, BBD 2021 is this date. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to be on vacation that week. And be like, <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. let me change my date for you. No, that's not so, going to happen. So what is the, what does the <laughs> online course business give you that the agency doesn't just in a nutshell? It gives, I mean, I'm freedom's kind of like yeah, a freedom is the word, but it is. But do you, do you <laughs> see how silly all of this is? Have you, are you able in hearing yourself right now? You want freedom yet you've trapped yourself. Yes. You're saying the agency traps me and the course will free me, but I can't do the course because I'm doing the thing that traps me. Mm -hmm. Isn't that silly how yeah. life is? And the thing for me is just my thing is if it's truly in your heart to do it, like you really truly want to do it, why would you let anything trap you from doing what you truly desire doing? Because then it's just more of a trap. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, and I just real quick, I, I honestly have just a very different perspective on a lot of things. Obviously, I'm kind of weird. But my thing is, is when I really want to do something, it's in my heart to do it. I can't let anything else stop me from doing it because that means I'm letting anything, something else, anything else control my life, determine what I do and what I go after. And it's like, if it's as simple as I want to do it, I know I want to do it. I want to do it more than the other thing. I want us all to get to that place where it's as simple as then you just do it. You know what I mean? But it's hard because I look, I know a lot of people who've done the agency to course switch. And it's like, I used the planted pot metaphor on one of the BBD calls. It was like the siren. You know, it's always calling your name because the money is always there. There's always going to be someone ready to hire you, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's so tempting, this siren, but the potted plant metaphor, did you hear my plant metaphor with this? Mm -mm. No, I didn't. So the, so the plant metaphor is this, the agency is like a tree that grows really fast. You know, if anyone here needed to make some money, you could go do something very, you know, similar to what Melanie's doing, you know, do a done for you service of sorts. You can get paid by the end of the day. You can go into some free Facebook group and say, hey, does anyone need help with X, Y, Z? I'll do it for you. And someone's going to throw money at you, right? So it's very tempting in that sense because it's fast cash, fast money. And so you start growing, you plant that seed today, you could be growing that tree by the end of the day. But as Melanie knows, not only has that tree hit its full growth, but it takes a ton of time, water, fertilizer, to, just to keep the tree alive. Mm-hmm. And she sees these other people that have planted these other trees that are way taller. Oh my goodness, look how tall they are. And it barely takes any maintenance at all compared. They can water it when they want, fertilize it whenever they have, they feel like it. But yeah, 
it takes a little bit longer to grow, right? Mm-hmm. You don't just plant a seed and replace the tree the next day right. like you did with the other one. And so that's the nature of the beast. That's the landscape. We're always going to be called back to here's this thing that's going to get you money this week, this month, get you paid. And then it's here's this other thing waiting for you. And it goes back to that machine question. So one of the BBD members on one of the last calls was like, had a really bad day. I'm like, what did you have a bad day? She's like, I've been working so long and so hard and doing so many things. I'm exhausted. I'm stressed. I'm frustrated. And I said, okay, okay, let's just stop for just a second. What are you working towards? And when you're building that beanstalk up to the clouds, we want to remember we're working towards something. Are you just trying to replace revenue overnight? See, I'm a long-term big picture thinker. There's things I'm doing today that I had planned out 10 years ago and I'm not even joking. So I'm working toward, there's things I'm doing now for 10 years in the future, right? So are you just trying to hop on over and replace that revenue overnight? And if you are, you're going to get really disappointed really fast, right? (laughs) What if it doesn't replace it? What if it doesn't make enough? What if I don't, right? What are you working towards? If I told you you could have a five plus million dollar a year digital course business, but it would take a few years, but I could guarantee it, but I could guarantee it. Would you do it? Yes. That's what we're working towards. So if you're committed and have 100% faith in it, then the question is, for all of us here, are we willing to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes to build that next beanstalk? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is that, this is what do we have anything to be afraid of? You know, just as you saw from Joy, she's going through these growing pains. It's like, well, I'm doing these things and it's working, but there's no money left over and we got to do, right? It's like, yeah, that's part of what you're building. And in the process, it's messy. One of our properties right now, the, the floors are gutted. We're halfway building a deck. It's a mess. I can't rent it right now. But in my mind, it's finished because I know what we're building. I know what we're working towards. And that vision is clear in my mind just as the business I have today was clear in my mind. And I know it's clear in your mind too. But when there's 100% faith, there's nothing to be afraid of. It's going to happen. I'm not saying that. I'm saying when you know it's going to happen... There is nothing to, to fear, but we'll still have to make that leap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you might lose a few clients and then you go, wow, that just freed up more space so I could improve this launch so I could make more money. Now I'm making more money doing my own thing versus them, right? Yeah. What's cool about what you said is like, I do have a really realistic expectation for like the number of courses sold. You have the experience, so yeah. And I feel like if I can sell packages enough to replace the income of one client a month, two clients a month, I can start firing. Yes. Yeah. So as, as money's coming in, I can let clients go and then create that. So I I am replacing the income, however long it takes, because honestly, yes, I am worried about losing the clients I have just because I love them. I've worked with them for years. I typically don't lose clients. So I actually have a really long waiting list of new clients. Like you said that I could add a new client and add a lot of money in immediately, but I don't want to go through that. whole. Okay. Let me throw you, let me throw you some, we're going to go into some other things here that you don't think we're going to go into. So so buckle up. I'm here. Um, It's all, it's all ego. If you're afraid of losing a client, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You, you, you put a meaning on it about you, right? So right. before pointing that out, what would you have made it mean if one of your top clients said, you know what, 
I'm out. I don't want to work with you anymore. What's the interpretation that you would have gone to? Like without this digital course thing, like just like today, if somebody called me yesterday, said, like if yesterday, yeah. Sunday, you know, someone said like, Hey, you know what? I, I, I just, I'm not feeling this anymore. I'm out. What's the interpretation you would have gone to? That. Wow. There's usually two things that happen yeah. when I lose a client. Number one is I'm relieved because I knew it wasn't a good fit and I was avoiding that conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. There's great. Yep. That's, that's typically yep. and how it goes. Other, and the other one, yeah. Oh, gosh, honestly, I've never been in the other situation, but like if a current client right now just out of yeah, the imagine, unexpected imagine. was like, then I would believe that they believe that somebody else is doing something differently or believe somebody could perform better than me. Yeah. Someone's better than you. That somebody's better than me. Yeah. See, it's all ego. Mm -hmm. It's ego. Oh, someone's better. I'm not as good. Right. Okay. And then let's go back to avoiding the, you know, in your heart intuitive, right? You know, in your heart that this is not a right client and you avoid the, the conversation. What was causing you in the past to avoid the conversation? What were you actually avoiding? Why wouldn't you tell the person, this is not a right fit. We need to find our own ways. This is the best fit for both of us. I do avoid conflict. Yeah. Uh, I also. So have, what are you, what are you avoiding when you avoid conflict? I have a really strong need to just please people and make yeah. people happy. Cause you want people to like you. Yes. Yeah. And it's all ego. I mean, I'm not saying in a bad way. We all have ego. I have an ego, right? But your need <laughs> to be liked, it. your need to be liked, I like you. Thanks. <laughs> but your need <laughs> to be liked will hold you back massively. Yeah. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. You're, you're all, everything you said about making, you got to make a leap. Okay. Yeah. In our coaching calls, Jess and I have been Good. trying to get at the root of this out yeah. of like the, what does this mean yeah. and everything. I mean, I've even made her like stop recording in some places where I just like, it's definitely a major fear of being rejected or yes, being in some negative light. And I've just, I've never had that happen. And I know that that's so rare. And I feel like you've never had what happen. Like I've never had a client right. cancel Right. working with me. I've, fi- I've had to fire clients and yeah. I avoid it like the plague, but I have had to, but I've never had somebody be like, look, this just isn't working out. That just has never happened. And I don't know. <laughs> like it's so, it's so normal, but What's so normal? it's just never, I mean, I see that happen all the time with other yeah, agencies. All the time. And, and it's nothing, and it's nothing personal. Yeah. I mean, when I worked with the agency that I worked with before I went out on my own, holy crap. But look, here's the thing. You're really good. <laughs> you at, you're really, you're really good at what you do. You're a unicorn yeah. and anyone that works with you is lucky to have you. So yeah, own, <laughs> I know. So own that shit, period. Own it. Which is why I know that this course was like, is going right. to kick And ass. we're not there yet. I know. I'm just saying, I just stay with me here. So own it, own it that you are a, you are a blessing. Okay. Period. Own that. Now someone fires you. What an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see what I'm saying? Like, okay, just think, feel it like this. Just just play a game with me. Okay. Let's just use Mm -hmm. some, some imagination. I want you to imagine that you literally are like the world's best secret weapon. 
and you know it, no one else knows it. You are like, you have this magnetic, magical energy that if anybody gets into your bubble, they instantly make more money, they get more clarity, more ideas, more fame, more whatever, all that stuff. And no one knows it but you. And then someone in that bubble that works with you says, I'd like to part ways. What's your first response? What an idiot. <laughs> what an effing <laughs> idiot. Right? It has nothing yeah. to do with you. Yeah. I have had people, you know, leave through different ways from working with me. And all I do is I feel bad for them because I see how they're sabotaging themselves. Oh, yeah. I see how they're, it's all them. Like, you know, this isn't trying to be ego. Like, oh my, I'm, that's not what I'm trying to get across. Is like, we're yeah. them amazing and you should be blessed. No, I'm saying if you're doing what you're doing and you're getting results and you're being your word and, and I know that about you and someone decides to quit, it has nothing to do with you. And yeah. people shoot themselves in the foot. All, I'm gonna give you an example right now. We hired somebody a week before quarantine first hit, okay? This person, I mean, it still is tragic to me. They're on my mind all the time. Really like young guy, really liked him. I scare people in the job interview. I say, listen, this job is tough. It's fast paced. There's a lot to learn. We go fast and we just like, you got to keep up or get out. Are you willing to like learn about a million new things and have your brain scrambled for six months? Yes. Okay, great. I'll call you if we're interested. We hired this person. They were working at a hotel the week that we hired them. We go into quarantine. We hire them. They quit their other job at the hotel. And I said, wow, you really dodged a bullet, didn't you? Because you probably would have been laid off. And he's like, yeah. 10 days into the job where he didn't have a job and he wouldn't have had a job because of quarantine, he quit. He quit. What's going on? I tried to save him. I was like, wait, 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 what's going on? He's like, it's just too stressful. And he's like, there's too much to learn and blah, blah, blah. He was in his own stuff. We're not a tough company. Like I'm not an a-hole boss. Like, you know, it's just like, you are totally sabotaging. It's upper limit stuff. Right. And just self-sabotage. Like, and I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, and I tried, I, I but I only try so much cause I'm not going to give away my personal power. I'm like, listen, we're in a unique situation and circumstance where everyone's working from home. It's going to be different when we're in an office together. Don't use the last 10 days as a projection of how you think the rest of your time here is going to be. It's different right now. And that was my piece. And I said, but you, I honor your choice, whatever you want to do. He walked away. I see this happen to people all the time. Mm-hmm. That's nothing to do with me. Wasn't right for it. Great. I don't take it personally. And I don't need them to like me. You don't need people to like you. Okay. To, for you to help them. If any of us, this is not, this is just, this is for everybody, not just Melanie. If you are bringing in this need to be liked into your business, it's holding you back in ways that you can't even imagine. Cause right now, Melanie has in her heart, this desire to put out this program that she knows will help people. She keeps raising the price cause she sees how valuable it is. She knows it's going to change lives and she is being held back and saying that it is more important that I am liked by people than I impact and change the world. I don't get that. But that's how crazy we are as humans. And that's all ego. And she knows in her heart of hearts when she really gets down to it, that that's silly. But people ask me, they go, James, you talk about these breakthrough years. I talk about breakthrough, right? Breakthrough is when you experience a quantum shift in your life where you go 
linear, 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 and then bam, you're just up here. You're off the charts. You created a whole new chart. That's quantum growth breakthrough. And people have told me what was like your biggest breakthrough. And I said, yeah, I went from 280,000 in one year. And this is in 2013. By the end of 2014, I was at $1.2 million. I had a million dollars in revenue in one year. And people said, what'd you do? And I'm telling you, this is it. And people only Melanie will probably get this and appreciate it because we're in it talking about it right now. And I said, it was one thing. I let go of the need of needing to be liked. That was it. This million dollar advice I'm giving all of you right now is a need to be liked. I don't give an F of any of you like me or not. I don't need you to be my friends. I'm living my purpose. I'm coming to this call, sharing from the, the place that I know how to share from offering what I can from where I'm at. Take it or leave it. That's once well, I learned this from my mentor, the shaman I work with. He goes, once I pass information to you, it's your responsibility. Do what you want with it. It's your responsibility. And that's a lot of power in, in knowledge information. I'm sitting here saying I added a million dollars to my business and then took it to 2 million. And now we're at 10. The moment I dropped the need to be liked, I need my wife to like me. I need my friends to like me. I'm still in my stuff with friends and family and all that stuff. But when it comes into business, these are not your friends, even though they're friends on Facebook, just because they heart your things doesn't mean they love you or they need to love you. And people are getting trapped by all of that. It's all ego, the vanity, the metrics, the compliments, all of that. We live and die by the positive or negative feedback that people give us. And then we become trapped by all that. And it's crazy. And it will take people down, you know? Oh my gosh, they didn't like my last post. What the? Who cares if they liked it or not? Put your best stuff out there. You put your truth, put your perspective. Even if someone right now, oh, James, you're yelling too much. I don't, like, I don't like that you're raising your voice. Like, I don't care. Turn the volume down. Because <laughs> I don't care. All I care about is, that, is what I'm delivering. Yeah. And some people are going to pick it up. Some people are going to receive it. Some aren't. Some will go back and watch it. Some will remember it two years later and be like, Oh my goodness, it clicked. Some never will. Some will say, I don't agree. doesn't matter. It's not for everybody. You're not for everybody and whatnot. But as long as we have that need to be liked, we become a prisoner to that. And our purpose, our hopes, our dreams, your life is now being controlled by that, is now being determined by that. How long are we willing to do that? That's crazy, you know? So when I dropped that, everything changed. And you want to know what's so funny about all that? This is a little secret I wasn't going to tell you, but I'll tell you. One of the most likable characters in a person, probably the most attractive quality that a person can have is when they don't care what other people think about them. It's probably the number one most admirable trait and quality that someone can possess. Wow, I just love her. What do you love about her? She just doesn't give an F what other people think about her. I want that level of confidence. She just speaks her mind, says what she knows, and owns it. And everyone else can go, you know, I want that, right? Uh, that is completely true because my best connections with my clients are when they come up with ideas for positioning for launches or email funnels or new lead magnet, whatever they're creating. And I'm like, nobody wants that. <laughs> like yeah. reboot yeah. and that's when we like really dig deep and we really have breakthroughs is when I call them out on yeah stuff that they think people want but it's like yeah. nobody, nobody wants that it's good 
That's really good. I mean, it's, that's, yeah, it's part of your skills coming out, you know, it's like you being able to tune to create that offer or what that thing is that they need that they didn't even see themselves. Yeah. And what is one of the most unattractive qualities that comes someone have someone who's really needy, right? I need you to like me and I'm willing to do whatever. Just please be my friend. Right. So that repels that neediness repels people. So I'm hoping everyone, you know, sometimes you guys think I'm just talking to the person on the hot seat, but I'm talking to all of us here. Every single one of you to some degree have a need and a desire to be liked. And that's fine. Keep it, hold on to it. That's fine. But why are you bringing this into business and costing you more money than you'll ever realize because it's business and people want to get into this industry and say, it's all about people and relationships. And then when someone like myself says it's business, they think I'm negating that. And it's not at all, but it is, it's business. So people talk about growing a business but you can't grow a business by being popular and being liked. Yes, people will like you and yes, you'll be popular, but that becomes the byproduct, not the goal. Mm -hmm. And people are chasing being liked and being popular. And the more you chase that, the more you, it's being eluded because that neediness. Yeah. That's why I said people like the person that just owns their stuff unapologetically, right? I hope all you guys get that because that was a game changer for me and I was good at it. You're good at it too, Melanie. You're good at getting people to like you. That's the problem. When you're really good at it, we lean into our strengths, but our strengths are our weaknesses. I'm really good at getting people to like me. So that's what I did. I said whatever they wanted me to say, mm -hmm. you know, but I was vanilla. I was plain safe and plain safe is the most dangerous thing you can do in your business. Because playing safe keeps you in the agency when your heart is already in the program. And wherever your heart is, is where things are going to blow up in the best way possible for you. Always. Why do something that your heart's not in it? Wherever your heart is leading you is where all the magic is going. So you follow your heart and you put your heart into it and you give it 100% and it will pay off. It's your head that goes, but... I make money doing this thing and that's the safe thing. That's the logical thing. And the last thing I'll add there, which is just kind of back, going back to a 3d conversation is, and you don't have to answer this instead of focusedness of goals, I need to replace it. You don't need to replace it. That shouldn't be the goal. The goal is, yeah, let's make millions of dollars selling digital products, but let's not look at replacing it because a question to ask yourself and you don't have to answer this live is how much money do I real, if I'm doing digital products, how much money do I just need to bare minimum as a safety net? Mm -hmm. We all should have a safety number, a number that as long as I'm making this per month or I have that in the bank account, everything's okay because Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? You drop down into the safety. Oh, we don't have any money, right? That's when you do the reactive, the fear-based decisions. You operate from fear. You take yourself down. But if you always, you know what, James, honestly, all I need is a hundred thousand dollars of cash at any time. And I will have peace of mind. Not that money will ever bring you peace of mind. Don't, don't buy that illusion, but just to know, it's nice to know I have my bills paid. I've got a little extra emergency fund. Everything after that is gravy. Mm-hmm then we don't need to look at it as I need to replace this. I need to switch it over. It's like, Hey, you're starting at zero. Own it. You just accept it. You're starting back at the ground floor. 
and you have to build it up and it takes time, you know? So I don't know. I threw a lot. Hope that was helpful. I hope you still like me. (laughs) (laughs) No, but really, I mean, for all of you guys, it's whenever it comes up, it's, it's always something like really near and dear to my heart because my whole life, like, part of my whole story is I didn't have like any friends growing up. I got, I got booed off a of stage at my high school graduation. I would like sit alone in my car. I'd poor, I'm not getting into poor, poor self pity James. I'm just trying to give you context. You know, I, I would sit in my car and eat lunch alone. I didn't have any friends in high school. You know, I was just a loser and people describe me. They're like, yeah, he was just this guy that, you know, no one really had a problem with it. They just didn't know him, didn't, didn't like him. He didn't have any friends. I just didn't know how to make friends. I just was awkward. I, I don't know. I just kind of kept to myself. You know, I started jumping into personal development. The first book I read out of college was How to Make Friends and Influence People. And I'm a great student. So I learned, started learning how to do that. You know, and I got really good at it. And then a big part of my life became, I want people to like me because I spent so much of my life where people didn't like me. And what I realized is I didn't like myself. That's all that ever needs to matter is that we like ourselves, that we love ourselves because you can't give what you don't have. You know, we can't give any of that love to anybody else if we don't have it within first. And today I love myself. I love like everything. I love that I'm, you know, crazy weird all this weird stuff i talk about all that you know like i love that i love that i'm weird i'm I'm different i have i'm like a total absent-minded professor i like forget to wear shoes and i love every aspect of myself i've fallen in love with myself and and then because i've been able to do that makes it a lot easier to not not need to look for it in anybody else and instead i just have a lot more to give to the people in my life and i definitely don't look for receiving it from my business My business is here for one reason and one reason only to fulfill my Dharma. That's what I'm here to do. Mm -hmm. How do you know what you're here to do? Your heart will tell you. So we're either going to listen to our heart or keep denying it. That's our choice. Things don't get easier when you deny your heart. They really don't. So as long as you're listening to that, you know, you'll be fine. So that was my last thing. I promise. (laughs) okay good yes kind of (laughs) there's more okay (laughs) well that was just like the preclude to the question oh the actual question right we actually have a question okay great okay cool give me a question you made me stop and we went into the i know you're right you're right i I couldn't help it you know so okay great give me the question So my question is and my point was i don't know if i'm blocking myself from coming up with something and making an excuse yes if and i kind of feel like i just need to like just shut up and move on but i'm like really stuck in the program positioning because the program positioning that i have is all the stuff you know you're gonna get 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 and we know that that doesn't sell right like when you list a whole bunch of things Mm -hmm. even though the things are like awesome Mm -hmm. the transformation piece in the title and like that very top attention getting thing that's going to make somebody stop and say oh yeah this is what i need i'm stuck on that 
Okay. Tell me in, in one to two sentences, what is it that the program helps people do? So what I have written down is the complete system to automate and monetize your email list without feeling salesy or guilty. Know exactly what to send, when, and to who to make sure you're maximizing your revenue and connecting with your hottest prospects. So when you say automate your email list, do you mean, yeah. what do you mean by that? Do you mean so, like autoresponders? Are you talking about email so, list building, all of so it? My launch is going to be a challenge to build your list. So whether you're starting from zero or you want to grow your list, get new leads. My challenge is going to be all about lead generation. My product is now you got these people on the list. How do you turn them into a customer? So it includes 12 packages of swipe templates and implementation strategies for mm -hmm. new lead nurture, indoctrination, and engagement sequences, getting strategy calls, doing a challenge, filling webinars, increasing show up rate. There's 12 funnels that I give swipe and strategy and then tell them how to automate it in their autoresponder system to basically create a year's worth of emails to take somebody from new lead to purchaser and then repeat purchaser. Okay. I love it. It's, I have two or three things. I'd be really careful that you don't even though I do it, so it's going to sound like I contradict myself with this program. I wouldn't say I've got all these different campaigns for every different type of launch because you're going to confuse and overwhelm a little bit. So I would kind of like chunk it a little bit. It's like the 47 emails required to run any launch or promotion kind of thing. Right? So I just like simplify that down a little bit. Here's what's going to come up as an objection, I can tell you right now, because you're onto something really great and I love it. I, in fact, I had the idea like two days ago, why doesn't somebody just have the entire email template for like everything that you need in your business, right? So mm -hmm. I was just like thinking about that. That's what but, it is. I, I'll sell it to you. I'll give you a discount. Go ahead. I love it. I'll take it. <laughs> um, and then you can get a testimonial from me. But here's, there you go. here's the objection that you're going to come up with, okay? Okay. When you start talking about like all your emails for a challenge launch or a webinar launch, you just open another loop that the program doesn't solve, right? Like, well, well, how do I do a webinar? How do I do a challenge and all that type of stuff? So I'm just going to point my finger at that. If you say like, it's the emails for this, then they need something else to make it work. And okay. you want to have something that's complete, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to be able to have a complete system. Now that you've built these, these leads and you have a process for it, you have a complete system that's going to turn that into a customer. Okay. So maybe that it's almost like these are bonuses for whether you're doing a challenge or a webinar, but the core product should be a process that takes me through a series of emails that takes me from a new lead to a customer. So I don't require another product. Otherwise people say like, well, do you teach webinars or what, you know, I don't, I've never done a webinar. It just opens up a can of worms. Does this make sense? Yeah. And so I did in bonuses, I had, you know, list building, implementation trainings, how to keep people active and healthy, how to create the landing pages that convert, how to attract ideal customers. And then, you know how you were talking about earlier in the call about having like the five-year and the 10-year plan? So once this was created, and maybe I need to do it first, and maybe I need to just kind of like slow Do what first? So my long-term plan was, let's say I have this, like one of my modules is fill your webinars. So that would have an affiliate promotion 
involved in it with like, say, Amy Porterfield's webinar program or who else is really big in webinars? Like, you know, like, and being an affiliate for like the challenge. Yeah, I, I'm going like, to scramble your, I'm going to throw a big wrench in your spokes because I, I see this yeah. all the time. When I'm dealing with somebody like you who <laughs> can do everything and knows I mean, I can to, teach people how to build a webinar. I'm just trying to I focus know. down no, on No, 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 no. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So that's what I'm saying is when you can do everything, you then start to teach everything. Yeah. And what you want to do, what's the shortest distance between two points? Straight. A straight line. <laughs> and you want to sell the straight line. Okay. You want to sell all of you. You want to sell the shortest distance from point A to point B. And what came to me is it's almost like, you want to create like an email sales machine. Mm -hmm. Like you did that. If you did that, it's the email sales machine. And it's like creating your own like email launch system. Give it a name. You could call it that the email sales machine and you're selling that. Okay. And, Cause people just want to say, tell me what to do. Right. And even in BBD, I watch it all the time. I love people squirming, right? So they're like, wait, what should I do? Challenge or webinar? Should I do this? Or do blah, blah, blah. And they go off. They're like, oh, I'm so confused, right? And that's me, you know, and I love to do all that. But, you know, do as I say, not as I do, right? And if you just have this one core method and this becomes your signature formula, it's going to blow up and it's going to be unbelievable. So it's like, what's the one thing and the shortest distance between two points? As soon as someone opts in, wherever it's in Facebook ad, social media, we can get them to a sale and it's automated or live or whatever. That becomes the core method. A few bonuses with that. You've got a great program, unbelievable. And then what you can do, this is what I see because we can never see our own stuff, right? Like you, you do this for your clients. Now let's get some reciprocity and let me do this for you. Okay. Because we always need help with our own stuff. So mm -hmm. it's never an ego thing. Like oh, I should know this. It's like, you're in it. You're in your own stuff. You can't see yourself without a mirror. Right? So let me just reflect some things to you. Then these other components become like leader feeder products. Like I see you could have like a 97 to two, three to $500 offer, like right on your website where someone could buy the entire webinar email pack, but then it upsells them into this program. Mm -hmm. So people which could come, which is everything else, which is mm -hmm. the big enchilada. I want you to sell a sales system. That's what, now again, don't take my advice, it's fine. But if it were me and you'd hired me, I'd be like, we're gonna create like a sales system and that's what we're gonna sell. We're not gonna sell, you know, emails for a webinar or if you wanna do a challenge or if you wanna do a hologram launch or you wanna do video series, right? It's like, no, 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 this is a complete, you just follow this system, just follow it, right? And then since you have all that, it's like, but James, I've got, a whole webinar email pack. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Like, let me ask you guys this. If someone could just hand you plug and play webinar emails from the runway to the invite to the reminder to the open cart, and you could just get those, and you could get like three versions of them to play with, is that not a great offer that you would just like get today? See, it's a great offer on its own. And then that becomes this feeder product into the signature program. It could be an upsell, whatever. But I see what always does well is don't make it a list building product. The list building challenge, like our first hundred leads, 
freebie, crushed it. 25,000 leads. Our opt-in page was converting over 65% crushed, right? Your first hundred leads. So you do a challenge like that, like similar to that same ilk, but then you show them that what you're selling is an, and this feels really good as I'm saying this, cause that, so I, I hope you take it as you sell some sort of email sales machine and it's a standalone. It's not, Oh, is this like webinars? Oh, is this? No, you created it. It's your own version of everything you know and everything you've done. So here's what you can do to, whether it's to get a client, whether it's to sell a digital product, whether it's to sell your agency services. This is a plug and play process. So you teach them the formula. It's almost like at a high level and then you can drop them down into specific ones. Is this making sense? It does. So I have a question. Yeah. My core and what I do with all of my clients is because I do believe that webinars actually like challenge. Yes. Works lead generation, warming people up. PLF works like all of those things work. Right. But I believe that sales come from webinars. So I actually have my own webinar system okay. that I give to my clients that when they're creating a webinar, I'm like, follow this system. This is your timing. This is our avatar. This is the number of slides. This is how you need to format it. That would be part of my email sales machine. I don't think yeah. you're going to make sales without webinars. So great. That's there you go. And yeah, what we're so both getting at is that. you position. Yes. You position it as your own name and your own thing. And you don't really need to look. Cause if you start using webinar they're just going to compare it to everything else. Oh, Oh, she's just teaching how to do a webinar. Oh, okay. I already have a course on webinars. Mm -hmm. So you make it a great offer by making it your own system. You create your own names. You create your own distinctions. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. Right? So like, this is this, you know, email sales and it's like, yeah. And it includes a live training. They don't need to know that. That's the thing. If I said, I'm going to show you how to transform your money mindset so that you're vibing at million dollar levels and you join. And then when you join, one of the things I say is you have to do a handstand for five minutes a day. You know, would you do it? If someone could guarantee that you're going to make a million dollars a year. If you do a handstand for five minutes, it's like, just do the darn handstand. Right. And that's my silly example that I use to say, people will care much less about the process than the transformation. If this is what it's going to take, all right, I'll do it then. You know, Melon, if you tell me I got to do it, I'm going to do it because I want that result. So that's one way to look at it. I don't know if that helps. That definitely helps. So I might need to simplify it and take a bunch of things out because I do have like the PLF formula, like the challenge formula, but it's like my own. It's like when I'm doing challenges with my clients, how I coach them. So I know. And I just think those are great them. individual products to get people in to your And it's program. hilarious because that's how we started. It was like, I'm going to create this $37. Jess is laughing. Like I'm going to create a $37 product. And then it was like, well, that one product is pretty valuable, like probably like 500 on its own. And then I was like, what if I created like a whole like year long system where your business, like when a lead came in for the next year, they were just getting nurtured, converting, evergreen, bridging, and just going through your product. So if you wanted to take a year off. Right. And listen, could. sell that system a hundred percent. Right. And that system is that system. And then pull out, Oh, I got different campaigns for different types of launches to get people into that system.
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody here would want to know, oh my gosh, give me the, the system for how to nurture leads for a whole year. And it turns email readers into buyers on autopilot. Anyone is going to want that here. And it's a whole system you developed. And it's like, it's plug and play. You're going to, I'm going to walk you through setting this whole thing up in your business. And Jess has gotten me over in the beginning. I felt like my clients and who I've been doing this for was name dropping and seeming kind of egotistical, but there's no shame in, and my clients have all said it's fine in saying the systems I've done for Lewis Howes, Shaleen Johnson, Michael Hyatt. Like, yeah, the only concern you have is you want to make sure you have their permission yeah. and anything else. If you're worried about egotistical, what is that going back to? Me. Needing to be liked. Yeah. I know that when I want to share something with you, I have to make sure it sticks. So I have to sell it. I sit there and say, listen, I'm in a group that I run of multiple seven figure entrepreneurs that most of you guys know. And the biggest thing they had to learn, they all admitted is they had a fear of letting go of control when it comes to their team. And when they learned that their business took off, I don't share that because I'm trying to brag. I'm sharing that so people will pay attention and be like, okay, this is important. When I talked about my business adding a million in one year, that was not to brag. Someone could say, oh my God, he's always talking about money and he's so egotistical. Yeah, that's your choice, you know? But somebody else who's saying, oh, I want that, that's what made the difference for me. And so I share it so that people will understand how important it is. If, if these people are hiring you, it's not about egotistical. It's saying, listen, you're doing that because if, if you don't, they're going to hire some these charlatans that just take a course, have never done any of it, and then they just repurpose someone else's crap, and they're burning people. So that's what you're up against. So are you going to let other people go and steal your customers, and they're going to go work with someone that doesn't actually know what they're talking about because you're worried about being egotistical. It's like, no, they need to know that you're the best. Yeah. Otherwise they're going to go with the cheaper person that doesn't know what they're talking about and they're going to get burned and they're going to be sent off in the wrong direction. And that's on you because you're worried about, I want them to like me. No, you need them to know that you know what you're talking about. I need them to trust me. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not about being liked. That's Mm -hmm. about helping them. You don't go to a doctor when you're sick, that got his degree online last week. <laughs> you go to the person that has all the plaques, they were in the lab coat and they've been doing this for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and they're the number one, right? Their name tag is in. Smile yeah. <laughs> Right, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, you go to the person and you trust that person yeah. for guidance to save your life. So we have to do that. We have to say, it's okay, I got you. Trust me, I got you. I've been doing this for a long time for a lot of people and I've really helped them a lot. So I know what I'm doing. You're in good hands. Just stop looking at anything else. I got you. Oh, thank goodness. Cause I just keep going to all these other things and I'm just not resonating and I'm just, something's feeling off and it's like, okay, thank you. I trust you. That's why we do it. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Hey, it's James here, and if you're like me, it's very easy to get overwhelmed by all the new content that you're learning on a weekly basis, especially when you have someone like me who's producing at least an hour on the podcast every week. That's why I want to invite you to tune in and re-listen to some of the best segments and highlights of our show 
over on YouTube. When you visit jameswedmore.tv, you'll get a series of weekly uploaded YouTube videos highlighting the best parts of our show so you can go back and re-listen to the parts that are going to make the biggest difference for you. That's jameswedmore.tv. Make sure to subscribe and we'll see you over there. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is, this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.